Welcome to the Postwork Podcast recorded at Kalmar Studios Bunker, somewhere hidden in Berlin. I'm Pablo De Negri, your host, and today's guest is Brazilian German artist, independent curator and art advisor, Diana Vite. Diana, thank you very much for being nice. here. Thank you for having me. I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you. Um, Diana, you uh, are half German, half Brazilian, and started your studies, but not in art. Um, but something that some might consider opposite to art. <laughs> mm -hmm. There is law studies. Um, I was wondering if before that you had connection to art and culture or if it was something that was like a shift to change from law to art, so to say. Wow. Um, I was always very interested in everything. I, I just thought the law at the time it would give me more answers. I was always in the search of like more answers, especially. You are half Sherman, so <laughs> I, I can I can follow the, the reasoning. <laughs> yeah, especially at at 18, I was like, I want to know things. I want to be able to speak for myself and defend myself and defend others. I want to know the right of things. So right. I went to law, and then I saw there wasn't like this at all. I learned all about the, the beginning of law and uh, Machiavelli's stories wow. and the politics and things. And then I was like, okay, maybe I want to go traveling and discover all the other things. You were in Sao Paulo, Paulo In Sao Paulo. I was born in Sao Paulo. Ah, you were born in Sao Paulo? I was born in Sao okay. Paulo. And you stayed there until uh, um, you changed careers? Or? It's a little bit more... Uh, a movement. Yeah. I I was in Germany until I was six years old, ah, and okay. then I went back to South America. Typical story of mixed <laughs> families, I, got, I have to say. When yeah, are, uh, I know also some Argentinian German stories like that. Mm. Born in Argentina, but then grew up here until ten or so, and then maybe back. Yeah, yeah. and moved back, and then we went to live in Paraguay. So oh, I wow. lived next to the river. Um, I grew up um, speaking a Tupi Guarani, a native indigenous no. language. Wow. Uh, so I <laughs> I had German, uh, Tupi Guarani, Brazilian Portuguese, English, and Spanish yeah. as a as a language wow. at the time. It was uh, yeah. I read somewhere that you speak uh, a lot of languages. We can make also podcasts in Spanish. Yeah, Because yeah. Sometimes with some guests that don't speak uh, Oh, the Argentinian crew, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah the, we do it in Spanish. Yeah. And you think that uh, this having double nationalities, mm -hmm. uh, double culture, let's yeah. say, uh, impact gave you a special perspective or need um, in yeah. the search you, you felt you, need, you needed to pursue? Um, yes, I think that everything that happens to you affects you some, uh, somehow. Hmm. And definitely having a different nationality, parents, and, and maybe moving around and speaking different languages definitely had um, yeah. an effect on me. I don't know if it's special or is different. I think it's becoming more and more common as as yeah. the, as the time comes. Um, but maybe to me, It made me more, maybe more uh, flexible in uh, understanding of others and other culture. And I think in art, that's very important uh, to be flexible, understanding, mm. sensitive of other cultures and thinkings yeah. and, and, and thoughts and rights mm. and be more 
fluid, I would say. Yeah. It really helped me, I think, to be less um, in a box or less estranged right. in certain beliefs or, or doings. And this is true, and it's common to a lot of people that come from this tower, especially with this, when these cultures are so different, right? Yeah, like extremely Brazil different, and, yeah. Um, Germany. Um, there, there is something shared, like a Weltanschauung, you would say, in, in German. Sorry? A, a worldview. Yeah. Welt and that necessarily you th you have one part outside of the box that you are seeing that is your yeah. whole other cult culture, let's say. Yeah. And um, maybe that also can make it difficult to uh, integrate in either one of those cultures. No, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Always when I was in Brazil, I was not really so Brazilian. When I'm in England, I'm not English, really. When I'm in Germany, I'm German, but not really German. Uh, so I'm never really from anywhere yeah. completely. So yeah. I'm always an outsider in or inside yeah. out. So we're always a bit, yeah. And in Brazil, uh, did you have as a child, let's say... Um, If I had a child, is No, did you have as a, when you were, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when, when you were no. uh, younger in Brazil... Did you have contact with uh, mm -hmm. art or culture that you can remember that uh, mm, yeah. made an impact on you? Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember, I'm an only child also, and I remember hmm. being a teenager in Sao Paulo, in the city center of Sao Paulo, so where all the things are happening, all the people, Sao cosmopolitan. Sao huge, huge cities, yeah, like, and uh, overwhelmingly the, huge. All the mixed race people from all around the world are coming to Sao Paulo. The Italians, the Portuguese, the Afro-Brazilians, the Japanese community in yeah. Liberdade. It's a huge yeah. Japanese community and also like, so it was very, very mixed. Hmm. So I remember since I was a kid, I always liked um, art and theater and yeah. all the cultural events. I would just go by myself and watch them. Yeah. I would find information about where to go on the on the newspaper by myself. Hmm. Or the other kids, I wanted to see like videos or want to see like Britney Spears or Backstreet Boys. I was like, no, I want to see the theater. Yeah, I want to go right. there to this uh, opening. <laughs> Even I liked Britney Spears at the time. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I don't know why. I never really was a fan of of of, of such. Um, you had like a, you did kind of. Um, I like pop culture, yeah. but not in this way of um, of really really wanted to go and see. I understood it why. Okay, this is happening, and the people can identify mm. is is catchy lyrics. But I didn't feel that was deep enough for me. I think I loved bossa nova, the '60s nice. music in Brazil. I really like, I like all the lyrics. I was really, really. Caetano Veloso. Caetano, uh, João Gilberto, Chico Buarque was my yeah, Chico idol. Buarque. I loved yeah. Chico Buarque. I had posters of Chic Buarque in my room, and yeah. I would write all the lyrics down, yeah. and yeah. So Bossa Nova was a big <laughs> music inspiration. Um, to yeah, I, I totally get that, because uh, it, pop culture, in a way, was already there. And I totally get the feeling of, okay, you know what's already there. It's totally easy to access to it. Mm -hmm. Everyone in your class, if you're in school, I already into it. It's on TV, you know, on the radio. It's what is there, more accessible. But I totally get the need of trying to look for something else, you know, that because you say, okay, that's there. What else? What else? 
is there, you know, mm -hmm. that is not so up and front, so accessible for everyone and so And I understand this feeling uh, also. Yeah, I think, I don't know why, it sort of happened to me that I didn't feel uh, connected to it. It didn't mm. really speak to me. Mm. I really needed more depth, more like um, mm. deepness yeah. on the words, on the work, Of the music and uh, yeah. And did so you do something, uh, some art projects or a band before going into law school? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, at this time, I was just really interacting as an audience. Really, I was just going to it and being on the environment and being surrounded by it, hmm. doing the osmosis and learning about hmm. myself and about the culture. Hmm. And, uh, but um, I think, yeah, it's a good question. Like, but making art, uh, maybe not necessarily for others. I mean, having a experience of creative production, you know? Of, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very young as well, hmm. 13 years old, 13, 14. Right. Yeah. Wow. So I was just really much more consuming all the things that I liked, hmm. which was the bossa nova, the theater, and the arts or the exhibitions. Bossa nova was a, a, the music from your parents, so to say, or from a, a, your mother. It was uh, only my influence. I remember very clearly the biggest fight I ever had with my mom is that uh, she came to me and she gave me a magazine, a pop magazine. They had Backstreet Boys in the cover, <laughs> and then I. I I told her, like, why don't you understand me? Why don't you know me? Like, this is exactly what I don't like. And you, mother, don't know your daughter. And it was the biggest fight we ever had that I was really disappointed. Like, so how nice. you could get me so wrong? You don't know me. And this it was his biggest fight. teenager struggle. Yeah. Um, I pity for all the mothers that really try, <laughs> really try, give their best, you know, but it's just exactly the opposite yeah, that you need. Yeah, and that's really one. hurting me. I was like, the person who should know me the most <laughs> could not get me. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but your mother is Brazilian, yeah? It's Brazilian, yeah. very Brazilian. So she's but dark with the curly hair. Wow. She speaks like this. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very Brazilian on the, all the stereotypes. Yeah. And uh, you know where your parents uh, met? Did they met here? Or they met in a music festival in Spain. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Super. And um, so you did have, you told me this kind of experience close to what you feel like a create, creative process or production or so mm -hmm. before going to law school or not? Because this was uh, kind of um, my In the law school process, I think I knew that I always, lo I always loved the words, like the speaking and the words and text and write poetry and things. And I mm. felt the need of mastering like the words, the written words. But right. I wasn't making art. I didn't really have the time for it. Mm. I was working a lot, studying a lot. I was only 18 when I left Brazil. Ah. So um, so I didn't really see the possibility of me making art because I was I working understand. and then I was so studying. So the shift was that you suddenly decided to, yeah. to go to England to study yeah. media art? Instead of contemporary, contemporary art. art. Be but I didn't know at the time. I just <laughs> knew I needed to travel. 
because I knew that it was um, a world to be explored. I had a German background, a German passport. Mm. I'm an only child. I was like, you know what? Um, my family is traveling. Um, I, yeah, I don't have so to call the responsibilities here. Mm. I'm going to go traveling. I made a certain amount of money already at that time by working a lot. Maybe that is interesting to say as well that I started working very early on sales. On on ah. yeah yeah um, and I and then I just used that skills and that money to just travel and then I was like I yeah. think it's a great idea yeah <laughs> I think yeah. I because I was a very shy uh, a yeah. child. I was very shy. I was not speaking. A very introverted, a quite like emo, kind of, um, like shy <laughs> child. And so I tried uh, to use working and being serious as a way of getting out there. Yeah, of, to like, break Teaching out. myself uh, to be less shy. Yeah. And to learn how I to speak. I respect, yeah. I respect that. I am when one is able to put very disciplinary and processes yeah. upon oneself yeah. to achieve a goal that otherwise it's very difficult to get out of um, the bubble so to say if you don't force yourself out you know like yeah. okay I do exactly the opposite I get mm. out from the spectrum of what mm. is known to me and um, yeah, this I had will also help me uh, expand It was very my difficult world, at the no? time. When you don't speak at all, you're like, no, I'm going to be in sales now. I'm going to teach myself to go out there as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. And how was arriving to you, the UK? It was the best time ever had. Yeah? I really miss it, actually. And maybe I go back there soon as a little visit. Um, as the best time ever was my teenage time. Uh, that I haven't really had much in Brazil. I explored all the arts then. I was really free. And it was my type of music as well, the rock and roll. Yeah. And it was all my heroes are from there, yeah. David Bowie right. and The Who and all these people <laughs> that I love the music, the lyrics again. And the conceptual arts, right. the, yeah, hmm. the establishment of... Like, at the old school of like the art and music yeah. and the culture I really loved England especially where I was in Brighton in the southeast of England yeah. in, the, in the coast yeah. all the musicians and artists are there and Brighton uh, Beach also is a very important yeah, Brighton Beach. Um, everyone that learns film studies for example learns yes. the Brighton Beach school that is very important for film history for yes example. I see all my friends did film there Amazing. I have many friends of mine who did film there hmm. actually also a next boyfriend had a was it in the film school over there yeah. and it's a it's a very good school yeah it's a very good university I really learned a lot about myself and the others I really hmm. felt in a tribe at the Nice. When I was there, it was a very beautiful time of like all the house parties yeah. we had, all the artists, yeah, <laughs> all the exhibitions we had. And Openings uh, and house parties are very important for your artistic <laughs> development. For your you know? university time, for yeah. sure. I just coming from Sao Paulo. For life, I would say, in general. <laughs> yeah, uh, for university of life, right? Yeah. For the university of life. Yeah. And in which, um, let's say, um, disciplines you encountered that you had no idea from um, that you say, okay, this is... As an art form, it's an interesting way in I which think, I could yeah. uh, do something with. I think I've learned a lot about acceptance in England hmm. because um, all my university friends uh, were very free. And hmm. I think I was less free. 
I was really putting myself down uh, all the time. Like I'm not good enough. Mm. I don't look right. I'm different. Emo. And it was and it was much in England that I saw all my other friends really expressing themselves and making. Mm. Uh, fine art, paintings, video art, singing, playing, really just doing stuff yeah. without caring what other people think. And, I, lot, and yeah. I just yeah. learned about the doing. I think maybe mm. in Sao Paulo, I learned the thinking about the thinking. And then in England, I was like, I got the thinking. And now I have the doing because now I feel that yeah. I have the right support. Right, because when you study law, like the, for example, yeah. you study the, the origins yeah. of, uh, for example, Roman uh, right, that is a philosophy itself. You study, the ori you study the origins of how thinking is structured in our, at, at least, Western society, you know? So I can understand that this um, feeling of comfort that also this kind of known structure must bring, but you definitely need to take the next step to break out from that and just doing without structurizing everything. I also had... Without this, judging so much. Yeah. Just doing, and yourself, just, just learning yourself so much. By and, doing. Yeah, learning by allow doing. yourself to just do because... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel identified with that. Nice, <laughs> yeah, nice. Definitely. And um, uh, so you, your experience in the UK was a happy experience and you did the whole career there um, before you... Um, Moved to Berlin. Um, I, um, I did my university there. I really got into the English uh, um, culture. I did. I did uni. We did exhibitions there. I was in a band yeah. there. Ah, right. The Sonic Power of Fruit and Sonic Vegetable. Sonic Power Band. Yeah, which we extracted <laughs> music. Fruit and yeah, ah, we extracted Sonic Power fruit and vegetable. It, oh, yeah, all the things we do at university there. Okay. Like um, <laughs> it was. Very funny, but very beautiful also. And it sounded quite good, which is surprising. The name is already yes. uh, very telling. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we made this beautiful stage out of these machines uh, connected to fruits and vegetables. Ah. Actually, the stage itself was a beautiful, like, Renaissance masterpiece yeah. itself. Yeah. And uh, by co <laughs> connecting all the fruits yeah. with, the, with the electric bits, we made some music. And uh, we perform in all the festivals in England, like yeah. um, a secret garden party, uh, festival, and all those different festivals. Yeah. So we had all like this, yeah. like a musician passes, yeah. which made a lot of uh, fun to yeah. have like all this summer of being, <laughs> of being this fruit and vegetable rock stars a little yeah. bit. And uh, yeah, it was it was actually it so was, much from uh, the new music and post-punk music and new wave and the I love new wave. so much of that music from the last half a century ago it was also called uh, art or art rock because it was music made Alternative it was movement. music made by students of visual arts oh you know? nice a lot i of like that, that stuff in, that's um, juicy yeah there's a lot of that in like counterculture um music history yeah um uh, yeah new wave i love that stuff right Oh, yeah. And but I find it so telling, you know, that usually it's music. This uh, out of the box music for the mm -hmm. time is music made by visual arts students. Actually, it's always like this, right? <laughs> but I, but yeah. I also want to be multidisciplinary. Oh, the geeks and so. emos together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, why did you decide to to move to move um, out? Wow, I don't know. I think it's because I is is again that feeling of exploration of explored. 
and I had come uh, to Berlin for a school trip uh, to see all the art galleries with my university, in, in, hmm. like an art school trip uh, to visit all the all the galleries hmm. here with my professor. And I liked it. I was like, that's not bad. I like hmm. how everything goes here. And then I did a course with Nina Fischer at UDK, yes. a sort of like after masters mm. with media art. Yes, she gives um, experimental film and media art. Yeah, and I did a Rungang exhibition with the UDK people. Nice. And then I just got to stay here a little bit more. And I'm German also a little bit. My yeah. family is in Munster, hmm. in Munsterland. Yeah. So, yeah, so kind of like made sense yeah. geographically to be here. Sort yeah. of near everything, easy to travel. Also German past. <laughs> yeah. And all the other friends came here as well. Yeah. All the friends coming to Berlin. I kind yeah. of like a foot flow with the other Brightonians, with other English right. people came here too. <laughs> and... Did you find um, similarities or um, in between this Brighton culture that impacted you and this new thing you found in Berlin? Um, which are the similarities that you found or which are the, speci uh. or the specialities or the differences that made you mm. um, decide to stay because you're, you're still living here in a way, no? Yeah, a little bit, on and off. Um, It's just different. It's just different. Um, has a lot of things here that I like. Um, the classical freedom of, of things. But I miss many things about England. Hmm. I don't know. I really just see each country or each place I go as a totally different experience. Hmm. I don't bring any attachment from the last experience hmm. to the new I just see as my experience here as a, uh, an experience by itself. Hmm. My experience in Berlin is being um, beautiful also in a different way. Uh, I met wonderful people, also uh, a different culture, but also very enriching culture. I definitely um, have uh, explored a lot more of my music taste and technology. I really think that um, meanwhile England has a lot of conceptual art. They really worked on right. your, your ideas. Hmm. And as in German art schools hmm. or in German like universities, they have hmm. a much more like of, of, of a master, a practical, a, yeah, a practical approach, approach yeah. a hmm. master's approach, which yeah. I think that's also very good. You needed that as well. Hmm. Um, And it has a lovely network supporting. Mm. Berlin is a quite like a cute city in a way that everything is very near, approachable. Mm. As in England, everything is a bit more established. Everything has its way for hundred, hundred years. It's yeah. like a old establishment of uh, to get into the culture scene in England. Maybe takes a little bit more of of of, of hard work in, mm. in, 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 and 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 thought that maybe here in Berlin you can be much more spontaneous about your approach in the arts and mm -hmm. people are much more open. Hmm. Um, less in, less academic or less intellectual or... What, you mean in Berlin? Less, yeah. No, and I would not say there is less intellectual. I would just say that uh, maybe at least at uh, an academic level is a lot more of... Uh, Masters, like 
I I believe that everything that is happening here has a resonance and has been happening since years and years and mm. years. And I think that uh, the school systems or, or the universities are, are the fruit of what has been happening in, in generations. Mm. And, uh, and they, they have a little bit more of of pressure on on the practical than the than the philosophical yeah. way of doing it. I think that's I yeah. also think that's good. Um, mm, I yeah. would really I would have found a very good use to this kind of careers. I always get got deeper into careers that were each time more uh, only theoretical and you know abstract yeah. it helps you to think alternatives of worlds for the describe a network or something like that. But in a practical way, it might, sometimes it generates you more problems to just think mm -hmm. about it so much mm -hmm. and not have also this push. That is what they try to do in a general attitude in the universities of art here yeah. in Berlin, no? to yeah. push you to do stuff in a way. Yeah, but I think it's a very great also way of doing it. I think it's very great. Um, the UDK is a beautiful university, has like... The infrastructure that is really good as mm. well, and, and the network of students, mm. the facilities. The Rungang is so fun. Mm. Whoever been to the Rungang parties mm. in the Eurogang, the the art events know that yeah. it's the whole weekend until 9 a.m. Well, we, we are in Berlin, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and what's... Um, because here you study media arts, and... Um, I did open in a facial media art. Right, the, and... Uh, so you did you did you get like mm. a new kind of uh, spectrum on the? Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's very good to be here in your podcast because you are asking me all these questions that I normally I'm so busy to actually meditate on it and think about it myself. That's what Maybe. we're here for. Maybe, yeah. That's what we're as a therapist, <laughs> as a therapist, yeah. Don't say that. My mother <laughs> will love it, and I don't want to give yeah. her that uh, present. <laughs> yeah, I want to meet. I want to meet your mother. She, she should come. She podcast. She should, no, no, please. She should come. Um, yes, I think yes. Um, um, yeah. I think and the answer is yes, everything has an effect on people, everything you do. Hmm. And um, and Berlin has taught me how to be a lot more tech. Hmm. And especially because uh, I also think the context affects you. And also hmm. this generation, hmm. this past year, is being a lot of new things changing on the internet, on technology, hmm. on media. From memes uh, yeah. at your software, at your yeah. digital art, at your media art, to all the digital art we have everywhere now. So it's definitely mm. being a change, not only mm. in the university here in Berlin, but in, in the world towards art. Yeah. So I'm really glad that to be here as well. Yeah. That I got you, get all this. I'm also this glad thing. you're here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, this. Um, uh, talking about this uh, particularity of uh, German uh, art uh, universities, mm -hmm. and so they also try to play this role in making a link directly to your activity um, and to put you in some kind of scene, you know, to make mm -hmm. the exhibitions, to connect you, so you go out of there more or less uh, active. And I think that's um, very interesting. And I wonder which kind of... Um, which which was the first project you uh, started, uh, let's say, uh, actively on your own that didn't have to do with the 
your studies, let's say, mm. here in Berlin? Um, uh, many, many projects. I think I was always having many fingers and many different pies. I was always like a very attention disorder person, just uh, yeah. doing many things in, in different places. I so at the you. same time, I was uh, doing the UDK here. I was also doing projects in Palestine, in Syria. I did a street art project in the middle of Amman, in Jordan. Wow. And uh, I was teaching art, street art, to refugee kids in the Azraq camp, which is on the border to Syria and Jordan. Yeah. Um, with the uh, subject as identity. So we were making photos, to, uh, making photos, art, yeah. talking about the self, uh, trying mm. to make that um, very uh, traumatic uh, movement from the desert uh, to Syria to uh, mm. to Jordan as less yeah. um, traumatic as possible yeah. by implementing art yeah. to it. Wow! So how how did you end up in this it, so yeah, complex and obscure and dense art project? It's like I um I know um. How can I start this? <laughs> I really think my life is made out of all these different things coming together. And everybody's life is like this as well. Mm. I'm not um, unique in this point. I think everyone's life is very complex. And in my life, a lot of things happen all the time, uh, different things. And I was studying at the time. And um, I was doing art myself and being in different um, art exhibitions. Yeah. And um, I always had this feeling, responsibility, like feeling responsible hmm. about the world hmm. and how can I make anything better? Yeah. How can I contribute in this mess up situation hmm. that we always as human beings encounter ourselves hmm. at? Um, and I was always very hopeful and always thinking that, yes, we can do it. We can change the world or make it a little bit better. Hmm. Uh, I met uh, these wonderful people <laughs> from the Apatar, uh, yeah. and they, together with some amazing artists, uh, like Finta McGee, for example, he's a very, hmm. a very talented, beautiful human being, a very sensitive hmm. and kind human. We did some projects hmm. um, in the refugee camp, living hmm. there for three weeks, waking up at 4 a.m. before the sunset, uh, driving uh, to the refugee camp. This is in Syria still. This was in Jordan, in Jordan, on the border to Syria, for example. And uh, how did you decide to take this uh, turn to humanitarian, let's say, related? Um, uh, I think it was a time uh, seven uh, years ago where everything uh, came out, but the Syria war came out um, and it was a, a very huge problem. It was a huge crisis. And then... Me coming from Brazil have had like a like a very like stormy like also background in Brazil seeing all these things happening in the world. I always felt that Injustice. this this uh, these are very close to me, very mm. close to my heart. Yeah, I I can't ignore that all these things that happen, so we should do something about it. Mm. Um, so I went there. I also went uh, to Palestine in but Bethlehem. But you went there with a project you had already prepared? A project, or, a, project okay. a project, an art mm. project, which the intention of the art project mm. is to empower youth. Mm. 
marginalized youth. Yeah. And uh, it's a very small mm. team, just mm. me, the project manager, mm. some artists. And so you it's just a very go to small Syria like impact. that? Yeah, wow. it, it was really, 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 <laughs> like, actually thinking about this is actually, like, it was really, really uh, brave yeah. because uh, we drove, uh, we flew to, um, to Tel Aviv. We stayed there as a tourist for one week just to, I don't know, I pretend we were a tourist a little bit also. I don't even know if I can say this here. Um, <laughs> and uh, we You can research and if you cannot, we can <laughs> If it's not it allowed, no yeah. yeah. And then in the middle of the night, we just found a car who had like... Uh, and, and we drove to the border, to the Palestine. And oh my to God. It's like being... Um, uh, like this war um, uh, journalist you on know, the middle. I yeah, actually, actually, yes. And we drove this car at three a.m. And this unknown driver, uh, they had like um, a car wow. who could pass the border, um, uh, and we had the projects there in the orphanage, teaching all the kids how to skate and painting all the skates Is and the painting the skate part. Of, um, street art uh, culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's super cool. Yeah, <laughs> and it was really, 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 really also a nurturing uh, to mm. me because uh, as much more you give, as mm. much more you get back as uh, mm. as all the love you get back. I got mm. so much love uh, from the kids mm. and they were so happy uh, to have us yeah. there. You think your Latin American origin gave you this sensibility <laughs> for this? We know, uh, we, are, I mean, we are neighbors, so to say, Argentina. Yeah, you're Argentinian. Um, um, this uh, structural inequality, you know, mm. that is so uh, visible. Maybe. I really believe that everything affects you. Um, I do, but I really think that what gave me a, maybe a, a, a much more care or empathy towards like a, a situations like this is actually mm. because I'm from Brazil, I'm from Sao Paulo. Mm. I've seen a lot of very bad things happen. Uh, inequality, and I also suffered a lot of things. Hmm. Um, I was so much bullied at school. I mean, uh, like totally bullied, uh, yeah, especially like, primary school. Yeah. yeah, for being different, for having yeah. a stutter, for for being yeah. Yeah, for all sorts of reason. Yeah. My childhood wasn't easy, definitely not hmm. easy. So I think maybe I kind of like few of the people that I have not easy as well. And uh, I always support, oh, I'm next to the underdog, for sure. And um, in Palestine, uh, this first experience in Syria was, I guess, a happy experience as a project because then you were to Palestine. Mm -hmm. I think it was Palestine um, first. Ah, okay. And then I went to Syria. Okay. Oh, I don't remember, but I think so. <laughs> I think so. Okay. And... Um, at which point you started um, to think more about this generating um, connections or platforms um, uh, for artists? I, I always wanted to. I always wanted to, but I was never really organized enough to to do it and always like doing different things, different projects. Yeah. But after this pandemic, hmm. after having like two years of like everybody being so isolated, yeah. and um, I really. Um, realize the extreme important thing is to have some sort of network, some sort of like a connection mm. online. 
and also because I always had this need of expressing myself and not having really the, the right place uh, to do so. Mm. And I thought maybe another people also mm. feel the same. Mm-hmm. They also want to express mm. and share their art and share what they're doing and mm. connect with people, but didn't really had yeah. the right platform to do it. And in times of of pandemia, of pandemic mm. where you are physically isolated, yeah. you need to find other ways to keep connected. And mm. I thought maybe uh, to have this uh, platform, yeah. one plus one equal three. Exactly. And, uh, a community uh, for all the friends, or the artist friends yeah. I have. Uh, a community where it's not about the art, but it's about all the friends getting together. It's about all the friends connected with all mm. the other people that I know. Mm. And uh, yeah. Do you think I, I understand that uh, after Corona, it, there was corona, this new? Corona, Jesus, it's still happening. Corona, it's right? It's happening. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The regulations at this moment, uh, when we are recording this in Germany, are mostly off, also okay. masks and so. Really? In, not in public transport, but yes, and but mm-hmm. uh, in, in stores and supermarkets. So you need to use it. All uh, right. But it's, it's still going on because uh, um, it's happening in other parts of. But what I mean is like the cultural impact or the, the impact to the subjectivity, right? Yeah, the, uh, uh, the physical, but also the mental impact of yeah. like the exclusion of people. One of the supposedly realizations that we had was like, okay, we need digital platforms. That, yes. I, to my opinion, we still didn't master how re- this really should be. Because, for example, yeah. these media art festivals I used to go... A, a person uh, like um, be present there in the physical space. They change very fast to just digital, just online. But I, I had to say I, I, I couldn't like make this. Is I couldn't say like okay, I will get online now to see this video mm-hmm. art installation. You know, in the mm-hmm. it's um, there's something for me that is not replacing it at the way we are doing yeah. it. Yeah, some chemicals you can only re- release a person to person, or the osmosis, right. or the oxytocin, right. and all like this. I like these chemistry metaphors you use. We have <laughs> Bio to. Biochemistry <laughs> metaphors. We have to, we have to. There yeah. is something, spores or some hormones or something that happens only We're physically, and they cannot yeah. be transmitted through the Zoom, for example. Some, um, some you can, but not all of them. I, hmm. I think, like, you can now, like... Some of them, but still, others as a human beings, especially as a mammal, as we as we are, hmm. we need to be in a certain like presence of each other. Yeah, mammals have this like prelinguistic physical language <laughs> that has to do with touching each other's body and feeling the heat, you know, with, because uh, warm blood and mm-hmm. um, there is we are still mammals. <laughs> yeah, I think we need that for sure. I think as much more in in our heads we get. As much more uh, we understand the head, uh, we know that we need it to get in the body also and have uh, like all yeah. sorts of, yeah. But uh, my question was going in the direction, even though one of the realizations we had was like, okay, we have to go digital platforms in case we are on lockdown again and so. Um, you find that there is a happy, definitive way of going Mm-hmm. or digital platforms and that this could replace 
I don't know, a virtual reality or augmented reality or um, this metaverse. And so you see in all of that a kind of possible way that this could be a happy, let's say, a transformation uh, um, in either one know. of those possibilities that are nowadays are presented as possibilities, but we are in a transition mm. point, maybe, you know? Mm, I think it's important to have all the tools for the mm. situation. I think nothing like cuts the other thing. Mm. I think having a digital meeting at the Zoom doesn't mean that now all the real life dinner parties are over. I think it's important that we grow in times of crisis mm. and to learn how to use different tools for mm. different situations and have this our, our reach. But doesn't mean that uh, that we're just gonna use only that stuff. I think a healthy balance um, is recommended in all things, hmm. and also in your art, social life balanced. Hmm. Um, I'm very curious person by nature, uh, so hmm. I really I like to learn about all these new technology advances, about digital art. I'm mm. really interested about all people's branding persona in the digital world, in mm. all, all the digital worlds. Mm. I think it's going to happen, it is happen. So we can't avoid, mm. and it is stupid uh, to avoid. I think mm. it's, it's here, and so why not be with it and go with the flow as well? It's mm. another tool to be used. Mm. And But I think as a spiritual person, as a human it's also very important uh, to keep in mind to uh, keep nourishing and nurturing all your personal relationships with people that you know. Yeah. There's a lot that, that is that, decided yeah. and happens at dinner parties because of that same reason. It, you know? If the dinner is good, <laughs> the dinner, I love food. I love food. So, yeah. <laughs> If the chef is good, it's definitely yeah. better than digital food. It's also for the Real art. food is better yeah. than digital food. That's it's for also sure. with the op presential openings, you know, there's something that happened I, uh, that is not replaceable for me. That um, yeah. um, you eat something, you drink something, you get yeah. maybe a bit drunk, you're in contact with people, sometimes it's too warm and too warm. You meet people you didn't mm -hmm. expect. And I think it's a special moment of the... Uh, the rest of the exhibition, mostly no one goes to see the <laughs> to, to see the <laughs> exhibition. But in the opening, it's like this special presential situation, you know, yeah, with things, exactly. unexpected things can happen. Yeah. And losing that, uh, for example, in the culture, cultural activities, uh, yeah. the social activities for me, it's very sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, but people are doing this now digitally as well, and people have yeah. been doing this for a while, meeting yeah. new people online. I am also very grateful about all the social medias as well, that I kept in touch with all the people in England, I kept mm. in touch with the other people in Brazil. I'm still like seeing what all these people are doing only by social media without mm. having that much effort. Mm. So I, um, I think it's about measured, measured things. Mm. Um, and uh, I think that maybe the sweet spot is learning how to get the best of each thing. The sweet spot is actually to think about, okay, how can I get the best of this online life and how can I get the best of, of my like real yeah. life um or managing this multidimensionality it has to be now you, you have the, not you no have other no way. other option you have no other yeah, option and they both are nice everything mm. has the 
yang and yin as the, the dark yeah. side as well or yeah. so <laughs> definitely to learn the balance um, but hmm. yeah but I really like hmm. all the openings with the full openings nobody wearing a mask and wow. the full, everybody like wearing like this very bad wine and everybody drinking the bad wine of each other's glass and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but even if even if another um, wave or lockdown comes even if it doesn't even if it doesn't come um, yeah. Even if it doesn't come and everything opens permanently, uh, I think we are still traumatized. You know, we have, we have, we just, we, we have are, this, yeah. Um, being optimist, very optimistic. unsafe. It's a feeling of unsafe. Being unsafe. optimistic, yeah. it will take a while until we we feel. Uh, and the other option is like we have to get used more and more to these new um, digital only maybe personas. You know, this mm -hmm. is. Um, sci-fi maybe uh, maybe are we only are gonna know about this looking back i think i think for now we also have to zoom in and think about ourselves speaking from a, a winter in germany maybe when the sun is out soon when it's may and and maybe the summer and the warm weather maybe we feel much more positive but i think it's quite maybe classic that you feel negative <laughs> in the winter in berlin it's too much yeah too much we are all very yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are all very pale now and definitely feeling negative <laughs> about that but maybe it's going to change soon and yeah. so you are um since they are all like technology based um mm -hmm. networks let's say and technologies and this uh, depends also on um, power consume, electricity consume, a lot of things that has to do with um, environmental issues. Um, there's uh, huge also about how um, global warming is reversible. And um, do you think about these things when you say or project the future with um, with the new technologies um, and on their no. presence, which their presence or something that could be really uh, stable in a way that um, that economy, <laughs> so to say, and uh, social uh, social cultural uh, justice will mm. kind of be. Um, I think what you're asking me if I think about the impact of all of this. Yeah, if uh, yeah. some people. Yeah. Some people have the feeling the impact is uh, necessarily negative, yeah. good, yeah. necessarily good, because this, uh, of course mm -hmm. the transformation is something we, no one can deny that we yeah. are in a kind of transformation. But what it exactly means yeah. is something that until now is of course totally subjective, because you can always have a feeling that if mm -hmm. this means that is everything is going to hell <laughs> to hell for good, or this means that there's really. Uh, a symptom of uh, a change that is needed and something good yeah. can come after. You know. I think it's something very much of the millennials hmm. that we kind of grown up in a society where we all feel, feel very responsible about the impact we are having on anything. Hmm. So I'm definitely thinking about uh, the impact that hmm. of all the digital life is going to have on us. Hmm. I just try to see as a healthy tool to have as another tool to, uh, to use. Hmm. Of course, um, I'm, I am very much afraid with all the impact is going to have the social or the pandemic of the wars are happening, hmm. how it's going to impact us um, um, emotionally, physically, socially. Um, um, yes, 
I really think it's going to have an impact. A lot of things are going to have impact negatively. Mm. And some things are going to have impact positively, I mm. think, also. And we're going to only be able to know that looking back. Mm. I think while we are in it, it's hard to see clearly what are the learnings of it. Mm. Um, but once this is a little bit over, we're going to be able to look back and see what is um, the impact they had mm. on us. But definitely changed our social norms, that's mm. for sure, and changed... The economy, the social, mm. uh, the internet is being, of course, uh, growing much faster. The yeah. homeworking, the ha- um, yeah. like all this other stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, so definitely accelerated all the digital art things. That's for sure. Mm. It's an interesting thing that a lot of people just um, are much more willing to be open and to uh, get into digital art than they would have otherwise if it wasn't the pandemic, I think, because uh, they are forced to uh, to have a little bit more of like a online persona. A lot more people spend much more time online to learn about all of that. When you are home working, maybe you have more time to just learn all these different things at home. Hmm. And then a lot more people got into online things, investing online, making art online, buying art online. Hmm. It be, it was like a forced evolution, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And um, your new projects have a lot to do with that, so to say. Like yeah. this one plus one equals three. And, yeah. Uh, uh, this was just launched last week, you told me. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I've been like cooking it for many, many years. And then I finally, it's finally online after many, many years of been cooking it. Yeah. All these friends there, hmm. I already know them for seven, eight years. Hmm. So all our uh, relationship are hmm. not new. Um, a relationship um, that I have built uh, through many, many years of different projects, hmm. of art exhibitions in Berlin I curated, with uh, projects hmm. around the world, with um, off-site with personal relationships that um, they're all my good friends. Hmm. But I just now recently got all of them together hmm. um, in a website to so we can communicate easier and we can do more projects together because I really miss them. I understand. Yeah. I like this um, approach because it's like mixing like this yeah. band band kind of art, putting together a band, you know. Yeah, no, I say and it is a human-centric way. Yeah. It's not about the project or about the type of art they make mm. or anything like outside. Mm. It's a human-centric website mm. uh, where it's about us as a human getting together and having a beautiful time. Together. First of all, as as humans. Yeah, 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 yeah. First like of it. all, yeah. Well, we will leave... Um, in the video version of the podcast, links to this project. Yeah, and anybody who is curious about it or have any questions should contact us. Yeah. And um, so we will try to leave everything uh, about what we talk about and so. And yeah, I want to thank you for nice. uh, being here today. Thank you very much. Thank and you. thank you everyone for listening. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Oh. High five. <laughs> nice. <laughs>